This could be for you. Welcome to a very expectant episode of Steve Made a Game Show. This is a special day today because we are not playing for smag coins, as you've grown accustomed to. Instead, we're playing for fabulous prizes. And our guest on today's special Steve Made a Game Show smags is Chelsea. Chelsea, thanks for joining. Thanks for having me, Steve. Excited to have you here, Chelsea, because we have a very specific and personal category that we're going to be theming the entire episode on. Today's show is going to be centered on pregnancy, childbirth, and expecting a new little one joining your family. Still going to be the same familiar smags that you've grown to love and cherish. A little bit of change in the format today. Instead of your host, Steve, simply asking the questions, it's also going to be our guest, Chelsea, bringing some questions to Steve. Now, I have to interrupt, Steve. Just for those that have been on the game show and have felt, wow, Steve, these questions are tough, I really tried to bring the heat for my questions for Steve today as well. And I've brought baby soft questions for Chelsea, so we'll see how today goes. So we're each bringing in round one two categories, so there's a total of four categories that we're going to ask a variety of questions. We're then going to move on to the second round. It's going to be less of a persuasion, more of a discussion, and then round three is going to be still the lightning round that you've come to know and love. So to get started on the category round, Chelsea, I'm going to reveal to you that my categories are developing baby slash pregnant mom vocabulary and the first 24 hours after birth. What are your categories? So, Steve, for you, I have the first category, all about dads, and the second category, I feel like this will be a personal favorite for you, baby brands. I love it, and I can't wait to jump in. So, why don't you get started? What category do you want to play with first, and do you want to start at the easiest or the hardest? I would say let's start with the first 24 hours. And we'll go with the first question on that one. Sure, let's start easy and and make it hard. The backwards James approach. Shout out Jeopardy James. Two questions in this category. The easy one we're going to ask is that when babies are born, they get a shot to assist with the clotting of their blood. What vitamin is this shot consisted of? Vitamin K. Bingo, vitamin K. So you get yourself a baby vitamin K chewy gummy that you would not really give to a baby, but maybe like a a three-year-old. Okay, that doesn't feel like a great prize, but thank you. My turn. I'm going with all about dads for the first question, the first trimester. So the easiest question. Yes. Okay. In a U of M study published in 2014, researchers found that this hormone actually decreases in men during their partner's pregnancy. I think it's got to be testosterone. It is testosterone. Congratulations. You've earned 30 boogie wipes. Perfect. Uh, Let me go take some steroids to boost it back up for my deficiency. (laughs) Where do you want to go next? Let's stick with the same category. Let's just move up to that second question. Now, it's common for babies to experience jaundice in their first few days or weeks of life. Jaundice is a condition caused by excessive buildup of what chemical? I don't know. Billy Rubin is what we're looking for, so Uh, I get to keep the year's supply of Pampers size 5 diapers for myself. Oh, that would have been great. Not for me to wear, just to clarify. Sure. Okay, where would you like to go next? The second dad category. Okay. The hit single, Something Stupid, released by this pair in 1967, is the only father-daughter collaboration to hit the top spot on the Billboard pop music chart. 
I might have actually heard this in a Jeopardy episode, is the combination of Nat King Cole and Natalie Cole. Oh no. So close, but so far away. Frank and Nancy Sinatra. You've lost one tummy time, Matt. I didn't deserve it anyway. <laughs> but it was a good try. All right, well, all that's left for you is pregnancy vocab. Let's do it. Let's start. You know what? Let's go Jeopardy James on this one. Let's start with the toughest, and we'll work our way down. Diphtheria is an important disease that we vaccinated against, and we administer this vaccine to young kids. What part of the body does diphtheria affect? Steve, I really don't know, so I will have to take just a guest. A guest? A guess. Robert did say you'd be joining us. Welcome. I'm Tony. What? I, I said I'm Tony. Okay, I made a mistake. I thought it might, it might go unnoticed. But uh, I'm Toby. You messed up saying your name? I don't know. My best guess is probably the brain. Diphtheria actually affects the lungs, breathing. Okay. James has recovered from when he's missed high-value questions. I think you can do the same. Okay, hopefully. All right. Would you like to round out the last question in All About Dads? Please. Okay. This one's going to be tough. I'm going to give you a little leeway. While the first statewide celebration of Father's Day came in 1910, it wasn't established as a national holiday until this year. Steve, I'm going to give you plus or minus five on this. So can you get the year that Father's Day became a national holiday? I will go with a post-war year. Let's say 1951. 1972. So unfortunately, you've lost out on three hours of sleep on that one. All right, are you ready to move on to your vocabulary second or maybe the easiest question instead? No, let's go to the middle. For the middle, we're going to have an homage to the lightning round, but instead of lightning, it's actually lightning. Maybe tough to distinctly separate those two different words over a podcast, but I need you to understand lightning is different than lightning. Chelsea, what is lightning? So lightening is when the baby has dropped, and so you feel kind of lighter um, because the baby is not physically cramping up kind of where your ribs are and where your stomach is. Perfect. You just earned yourself two new Wubbanubs. One's going to be the badger, and the other one's going to be the toucan. Perfect. Thank you so much. Stuffed animal pacifiers for those that are out of the loop. It's looking like it'll be a great collection. Yeah, so far we just have the giraffe, so Steve's obviously looking to capitalize. It's okay, Chelsea. I'm ready to go after the prizes that you're offering on this next question. Okay, Steve, are you ready for baby brands? Bring it on. All right. Those that maybe don't know Steve as well, Steve is a big brands guy. So while we are new to the baby brands, I thought I would grab a couple of questions. These are more kind of historical questions about two maybe popular brands you've heard of. So Steve, my first question who was the original Gerber baby? Which person was the original Gerber baby based on? Charles Lindbergh's child. That is incorrect. It's Anna Turner Cook. You have lost one baby nail clipper. Okay, well, you've got your last baby vocab question to go for here. And we're actually going to do some spelling. So it could be very easy, but maybe this will present some of a challenge. So a baby's first meal is known as colostrum milk that comes from the, the mother. It's a little bit different than normal breast milk. Can you spell colostrum for us? I can try. C-O-L-O-S-T-R-U-M. Nailed it. You okay. have earned yourself a Fisher-Price Little People Firehouse playset. Wow, what a prize. Yeah, for the firemen! Yeah! All right, Steve, I've got my last question for you now. Baby brands. 
Which company first introduced and sold disposable diapers? Wow. Am I going to go with Huggies or Pampers, or could it be some kind of wild card? I think it's going to be Pampers. Steve, you're so close. Pampers was actually the second company to do it, but Johnson & Johnson in 1948 sold the first disposable diapers. All right. Well... I think I'm in second place. When it comes up against you, you've got quite a horde of prizes. I think I've just got some boogie wicks. You earned some swim diapers there. You earned two of them, so congratulations. Thank you for the consolation. Well, smag coins could never buy uh, all the the joy and happiness that these various toys and prizes will, will bring us. But before we move on to the next round, we've got a few words for this message. The following skit is for comedic purposes only and does not reflect a sponsorship of the discussed product. The views and opinions expressed by this podcast are not endorsed by the following company. This is not a paid advertisement. So, during pregnancy, obviously there are many different books that you can buy. However, I think a lot of us know that the reality is our phones are the place that we typically go to now for news and for information on a daily basis. There are a lot of different apps that you can download that'll walk you through kind of day by day of your pregnancy and every week they'll give you a little picture of the fruit or the dessert or even on one app, the animal that best represents the size of your baby. So my personal recommendations for those that are maybe going to be pregnant in the future or even you are right now um, would be the Pregnancy Plus app and the Bump. Those are my two recommendations. What we love about the Pregnancy Plus app is it's pretty cool. It shows you like an animation every week of your baby. And then it gives you articles every day that you can read um, that just help kind of give you little bits of information. It's not giving you everything all at once in a thousand page book that we know we have seen at the store. And then the bump, we also like that is the pretty cute illustrations of the fruits every week or vegetables that your baby is. I will tell you that this week, the baby in our situation is a pumpkin, Um, but those would be my recommended apps. Okay, and we are back here into the second round, and we wanted to do kind of a free-flowing discussion, some observations that we'd like to share here with the audience. To get started, let's kind of talk about what we learned that happens in delivery in the hospital that maybe isn't exactly part of the process that you would expect based on what you've seen in TV shows, movies, or your own general assumptions. So when Steve and I first talked about doing this show, one of the things that we brainstormed was what you don't expect. They tell you all of these things to expect and you sort of watch TV, movies, you hear things from people and you have these expectations in your head. But one of the big like misconceptions or things you don't expect is that actually less than 10% of people have their water break before they go to the hospital. Who would have thought? Right. You always think it's like in the movies, it's like, oh, my water broke. We need to go to the hospital. That's actually usually... 90% of the time, not what happens. It's not what takes you to the hospital. Another thing you usually see and and get commented on is about cravings. While you must have some kind of craving, it's not always that case though, is it? No, I really didn't have any pregnancy cravings. And I think we're pretty lucky in that case because we've also, another thing you didn't expect is a global pandemic during your pregnancy. But since about halfway through the pregnancy, we've been isolated and quarantined um, and for several months of that we were not even getting takeout not going out and getting anything like make do with what you have at home so I think I'm lucky that I didn't have a lot of those cravings but yeah that's another misconception that people are going to crave something weird I just never did so I think that kind of goes with every person is different every pregnancy is different 
I feel like the way it gets presented, it seems like everyone's pregnancy is pretty similar, but I don't think that's the case. Yeah, huge variety. You know, morning sickness has a certain illustration you think of, but for a lot of women that can vary in terms of severity or even what happens. Right, or even when. Like I'll say for me, there was a lot of really lightheadedness. I never actually threw up. Very grateful, very lucky like a lot of people do. And I mean, it is common to kind of feel like crap in the morning. But honestly, what I found for me was that the lightheadedness just kind of randomly would hit me and we would kind of have to work with that. And morning sickness is really just not about the morning. It's kind of like an all day, anytime potential thing for people. So I think that's definitely another, maybe they've mislabeled or kind of misnamed that one. Speaking of labels and names, touches on your early category, baby brands. A lot of names and products out there oh, yeah. that can drown a parent trying to decide what's best for my kid, and I have no experience to know what's good and what's bad. One thing that I noticed uh, especially is that obviously a new parent wants to be especially considerate of the safety of their child. I'm not an expert and don't take my advice as some kind of professional, but I have found when researching that some of the marketing claims that products will say aren't always backed up by science and aren't always backed up by a regulation by the FDA or consumer protection agencies. Mattresses, you know, they'll encourage that a baby really needs to have this breathable material mattress, bamboo, modern technology innovations, when really there's not a lot of science per se that's going to evidence that this really is that great of a benefit, that much safer than your ordinary mattress. You know, when we started researching, something that I think we found to be sometimes frustrating was that you can have a product that's $30 and you can have an identical product by a different brand that's $300. And truly, there's not really a rhyme or reason that it seems one product is so much cheaper than the other. And so, you know, typically when I go into a store, if something is that different in price, I'm going to feel like there must be a huge value difference or safety difference. But what we found with baby stuff is that's really not the case. It's just that there are brands that are really exclusive and expensive, and then there's other brands that are really affordable. And, you know, there are certain things like, of course, a car seat or, you know, a crib that are regulated by, you know, our U.S. government. So we were able to make good decisions on that. But, you know, there's a lot of products out there that they just get marked way up. It's kind of like when you're having a wedding versus any other kind of party. Somebody hears baby, they just mark it up. And it can be tricky to rely on advice from family or friends that had a baby even a few years or especially many years before you because the product lines are always changing. Even certain products that a, a new mom or dad used on their baby, say, two or three years ago and love it has now been recalled because of health concerns. Fisher-Price has recalled all models of its rock-and-play sleeper. The advice that was practical five years ago has changed and evolved, and what we're seeing on the shelves now is different, and I'm sure it'll be different even by the time future people go in a few more years. Really, with that, another thing that you sort of don't expect is, I mean, people have been having babies for all of time, and yet the people who study this, like the American Academy of Pediatrics, among others, they'll constantly be coming out with new recommendations of what's safe for your baby, like, for example, the safe sleep guidelines, feeding guidelines, and all these things. And of course, what's great is they've done more research, so we now, you know, we know more. But like Steve said, people that have had babies in maybe previous kind of generations, they'll be really adamant that we should or should not do something. But then what we've seen in, like, the current science is pretty different from that. And so there's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of places and ways to get that information. So kind of sorting through that before the baby is here has been interesting. And then I think we both know it's like you're just jumping into the deep end with this. 
we're just going to kind of take it day by day and, and try to figure it out. Before we cannonball our way out of this round, Chelsea, any closing thoughts, anything, again, unexpected that you'd like to share with our audience here? You know what, Steve? Yeah. Once again, this is different for every person, but there were some funny things that happened that I did not expect. And I will tell you kind of the funniest was just a few weeks ago at about 36 weeks, I started like when I would wake up in the morning, I couldn't like make a fist um, or it really hurt to make a fist. And I was thinking, oh, my hands must be getting swollen. That's something I've heard about. But my hands weren't really swollen. And so when I asked about it at the doctor, she said, oh, yeah, that's pregnancy carpal tunnel. And I thought to myself, who has ever even heard of pregnancy carpal tunnel? There seems to be, and I think with every person, they probably find something kind of funny. But there's some people that I know, like their feet grow and they never shrink back down. So like their shoot size will literally change. Um, There's just all these different things that nobody ever talks to you about or really mentions with pregnancy. And so I would say that was my kind of funniest or most unexpected thing was that I have now developed hopefully what will go away, but pregnancy carpal tunnel. And to me, I think it's the timeline. Pregnancy lasts approximately 39 to 40 weeks. And that might sound not so long or might sound really long, but in the moment, it really does feel like it's, it's a pretty lengthy process because every day it's on your mind. Every day you're thinking about progress that's being made. We're getting closer towards the due date. And I've really enjoyed, you know, as time has gone on, I think I've really grown from expectant father preparedness and uh, mentality. And I think that it's a length of time that is tough to appreciate until you're in it. It might sound like, oh, that's the amount of time that I've been on the job for nine months or I've, I did a, a school year and it was nine months. And so I'm going to expect it's going to go that long. And it's just different. It's, it's one of life's truly unique and amazing journeys. And it's the precipice of another journey that's about to begin. So I think that closes our second round. We're going to hear one more brief word before we wrap up. The following skit is for comedic purposes only and does not reflect a sponsorship of the discussed product. The views and opinions expressed by this podcast are not endorsed by the following company. This is not a paid advertisement. You smell that sweet lavender and you wonder, where's the fresh plant? Perhaps is that a bathroom spray or lotion or soap? No, it's in fact Boogie Wipe, the gentle saline nose wipes used specifically for little babies' noses. It's a 100% natural fragrance, hypoallergenic and alcohol-free. It's a little different than the wipes that you use to wipe other parts of the baby's body because it's just gently gonna scoop out that mucus so that they have nice, clear nasal passageways. I don't know why these are just for babies. I might even transition and start using Boogie Wipes myself. Stay tuned, I'll keep you an update on future episodes. Boogie Wipe, new scent, snot your average wipe. Okay, and the diaper is getting ripe here on this episode of Smags, so before we throw this one in the pail, let's finish up with the lightning round. So Chelsea, I'm going to give you a prompt, and it sounds like you're going to give me a reverse of that prompt. There's been no planning on this, but what I'm going to have you do is give me a list of names that you would not name your baby within a certain letter range. So perhaps between letters C and M, as an example. That's not what I'm giving you. And the prizes for each correct answer that we get is going to be one little pair of baby mittens or one little pair of baby socks. Fox and socks, unbox, unnox. So Chelsea, for you... 45 seconds on the clock, I want you to name names that you are not going to name your baby that range from the letters I through Q. Begin. Um, Isabel, India, um, Jacob, John, Joseph, Jeremy, 
Jerry, Julia, Juliet, Juliana, Jenna, Keith, <laughs> Catherine, um, Cody with a K, um, Land. I feel like you gave me too many letters to work with. Such is I was like, I should round. start with I, but there's such a range. Okay. I was thinking you were going to give me like just two or three letters. I was, I was like more prepared for, well, for that. Well, perhaps you'll give me something like that or perhaps you won't. All right. We'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah. Hi, David. Yes. I would like to be considered for the corporate position in well. In well? As well. How would that work in well? All right, I also was kind of expecting you to give me like specifically boys or girls. So, all right, now now that I understand, I'm gonna make it equally tough on you. So your similar prompt, 45 seconds on the clock, please, is going to be the letters S through W. Go. Sebastian, Winifred, Wilfred, Tomas, Was S okay? Uh, Ursula, Uncle, uh, Uncle is not okay. Victor, Valentine, S Samuel, Stanley, That was much tougher than I thought. Isn't it? Okay, so you had 10, but I'm only giving you credit for nine because uncle is not a name. Uncle is a title. So you get nine. Okay. Well, I was saying uncle in that competition because you had... 30. Okay. Rated PG-13. So I think it's pretty clear who won the baby episode of Smags. And today's grand champion... The grand poobah of the Smags bonus special episode all about babies and pregnancy and what to do with them goes to mom. As they say, folks, mother knows best. Thank you for listening to Smags special episode. We hope to see you sometime soon and stay tuned for future special episodes. Sunday ice cream, Saturday chicken, Friday fresh fish, Thursday roast beef, Wednesday zoo, Tuesday spaghetti, Monday string Hungry children, come and eat it up. G S. My name is Mom, and I got smagged.